All right, welcome back to another episode of the Ultimate Spin Zone. It's great to have you with me today. Man, it's scorcher out there. It's hot. Recording this on Monday night as I always do. Supposed to be 97 tomorrow, 97 on Wednesday, 90 on Thursday. It was 90 today. Man, it was hot out there. Working outside all day. Got home, took a... Literally just... Right to the shower, 15-minute cold shower. I've been taking cold showers, um, but this one was this one was nice, refreshing. I mean, my feet usually go numb when I'm in there, especially when I'm in there for like 15 minutes. I'll just jam it out of some country music. My boy Zach Bryan talked about him last week. Check him out. No free shout-outs except for that, man, because he balls out on that album. Um, and yeah, I do just... A scorcher out there this week. And now I'm sitting in my basement recording this and I'm actually freezing right now, but that's okay. I'm just like, that's not a problem. No worries. Because I know the rest of the week I'm going to be dying. And I'm trying to get rehydrated. I drank a decent amount of water today. Like a gallon and a half probably. A little bit more. And I'm still dehydrated. So I'm just pounding water. Had a good dinner. Uh, gotta get up early and work early tomorrow. Try and beat the heat. Maybe we'll see. Probably not. Not usually how it goes. Usually the heat beats us. Um, like the Chicago Bulls always lose to the Heat um, or anybody because they're a horrible organization. But yeah, we're uh, trying to stay positive out here. Vibes are good. Still taking them cold showers, like I said. I would actually recommend everyone take cold showers, personally. I mean, there's a lot of health benefits. Uh, I looked them up the other day. I know one of them's uh, good circulation, uh, in- increases your mood. I know some of y'all need that. Uh, a lot of different things going on. Helps with, obviously, muscle soreness. Um, also, just, like, your veins constrict. It's a vasoconstriction, I think. And, like, all the... Blood goes to your stomach and then, or your abdomen in that area. And then once like your body warms up again, it sends all new warm, nice blood out to that. So it's good for uh, getting some some fresh blood around, you know, keeping the blood moving. You don't want that nasty old blood staying in your body all the time. You want to keep that boy moving. Um, but yeah, I would recommend it to anybody, honestly. The first five, six, seven, eight days, ten days really stink. After that, you kind of get used to it, though, and you, you kind of start to enjoy it. And if you just get some good music going, you can just jam away, and you just got to you just gotta go to a different place. Uh, you got to be somewhere else. But no, it, it's been good. I should probably stop talking about cold showers so much. Uh, what I do want to talk about is I want to talk a little bit about something I, I've recently learned and just kind of connect it to something um, that I think we see a big problem with today. And a big problem we see today is... In children's sports or in high school sports, we got crazy parents out there. We got a lot of uh, overbearing parents. And there's always been those parents. But I think people are realizing it's it's a lot higher than it used to be. And now there could be a lot of reasons why. I want to give you a, a thought on why I think 
parents are so crazy today, and you can take it as you will. Uh, normally on this podcast, I'm, I'm, I'm here for entertainment, but this time uh, for a few minutes, I'm going to talk about why I think parents are so over the top and so crazy when it comes to their children's sports. So, there is a video I watched recently, I'm actually going to find it, and it's a good video. It talked about, um, let me see what it talked about exactly. Well, this one's called, it's called First Hour of the Morning is Crucial by neuroscientist Andrew Huberman. Um, It's not just about that, it talks about how when ever you look at your phone or you look at um, your computer or anything like that, it just, it's a dopamine hit like that, right? And you can get a dopamine hit anytime. Okay, you can just check your phone, go to Instagram, someone texts you, someone does it. I mean, anything that happens on your phone, anything of that sort is literally, it's just like that. It's dopamine whenever you want it, whenever you need it. And it talks about how people um, also have no ability to tell themselves no. Oh, I want to check my phone right now. They check it. They want a dopamine hit right now. They get a dopamine hit. And it talks about telling you. It talks about telling yourself no at like twenty five times a day, even if it's not anything to do with your phone or entertainment or anything like that or video games. Like if you have a desire to like go on your phone and look at Instagram, tell yourself no. That's one. But it doesn't mean pick it up three seconds later. It means no, do something else or figure out a way not to look at your phone. And that's something that's, I, I th- it was a cool video. And it's something I've been trying. Like, even he, he said, like, sometimes he was sitting on the couch, he wants a glass of water, he'll just tell himself no. Because everything is so accessible, and the dopamine is, sp- spikes are everywhere. And he's just like, people run out of dopamine hits, and then they wonder, like, am I depressed? What is my problem? I just, nothing makes me happy anymore. Nothing is, and it's just like, it, it kind of makes sense, because we can get, basically whatever we want, whenever we want. And he talks about living in like, you live either in a dopamine hit or the pain in between. And people don't know how to live in the pain in between because all they get is dopamine, 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 dopamine. But that's not my point. That was a good video. But with the crazy parents, I also read in a book recently, um, The Only Way to Win by Jim Lair. It talks about how Parents who watch their kids play literally any sport as they are playing, if they perform well or do something well, parents get the same amount of dopamine released as if as their kid does. So they get the same amount of dopamine released as if they were playing themselves. And this this all comes back and it all connects because we got parents... Um, they're a little bit of a younger generation now, and a lot of them got Instagram, a lot of them got Facebook, a lot of them got phones, a lot of them texting, doing this, Snapchatting, Snapcracking, as my dad calls it, tweeting that bird out. They're they're living from dopamine hit to next dopamine hit. They don't know how to live in the pain. Their kids give them that dopamine hit, and when they don't have that dopamine hit from those kids performing well, then things get crazy. Then they they don't know, and they obviously don't realize that it's giving them a dopamine. I mean, they obviously can feel it, but they don't know that 
that's something that's so important to them and they realize and they don't realize how they they can fix it and it becomes way bigger of a thing now because they need that dopamine because they're so used to getting what they want they're not able to tell themselves no and when things don't go their way they don't have that dopamine hit sure they still got instagram they still got twitter but they're not getting the same that they were getting when their son son or daughter performed well so when that doesn't go well always the coach's fault Oh, we need to do this. We need to sign you up for this class. We need to get you into this travel team. We need to get you on to this. We need to tell all these scouts about you so that you can perform well so that I can get my dopamine hits. Now, that may not be exactly true, but that's something I thought. And it's just all it just all kind of connects. And it's something that maybe it doesn't pertain to you. But me, I'm going to be coaching. I mean, I already do coach. I teach. Parents are involved with that a lot, obviously, because I'm coaching or teaching somebody's kid. Everybody's somebody's kid, whether you think about it or not. (laughs) And, yeah, that's just something that I was thinking about. And, uh, I mean, you might hear more about this from me. But it was just interesting. I was thinking about it at work. I was thinking about it. Yeah. You know, it kind of all connects. Because I don't think anybody ever realizes that parents get dopamine released when their kid perform well, performs well. And then it, you, people wonder why, like, oh, why are these parents so crazy? Because it literally makes them feel good. And when they don't perform well, they ma- it makes them feel bad. Literally, like, in their brain. Not even just, like, oh, that was cool. It was, like, it literally, hormonal-wise, makes them feel good. I don't know. I feel like I uh, just want to talk about that. What else did I have to talk about today? I'm really going to be taking some big gulps of water here because I'm not trying to... You know what they say? Hydrate or dehydrate. I literally have two things written down. Um... My question is, how does, how does, I'm not trying to get onto the dark web, but like, how does one find the dark web? Like, that's just a a genuine question. Like, I heard someone talking about the dark web the other day, I think on a podcast I was listening to, I was like, how, where, what is it, where does it come from? How do you get to the dark web? How do you find the black market? How do you find a lot of stuff like that? You know, it's just like, where does that, where does that come from? Do I just go on the internet and look up dark web? Like, hop on Google, Safari, do I need to make like a Google account? Do I need to be on my own Google account? Do I need to make like a burner Google account and just look up dark web? Like, because does it come out, is it like an app I can get on my phone? How do you get to the dark web? Because I feel like everything can be looked at now and accessed in terms of like people knowing what you're looking at so if I looked up dark web I think there'd be some big problems like if you look up I'm not gonna say it but there's certain things you look up I'm sure that the government's watching that and then you're on a list now like that just makes sense doesn't it I I don't know. It's just, how do you get to the dark web? 
Another thing I thought about is when you. I want to. I want to think how to put this. If you're dating an identical twin, how did you choose the one you're dating? Was there something different about that identical twin that really caught your eye? Because at that point, I think you're in love with two girls, personally. I'm Parents of identical twins are fuming right now. Fuming. And I get it. I know. I'm just, I'm just, it's just, it's a weird thing to think about. Obviously, they're different people, but looks wise, they're really not. So it's like you you like this one because of their personality. Cuz come on, I mean, guy-wise, that's not the first thing you think of like, oh, she's got a great personality, you know? Like, oh wow, she's attractive. Oh, so is her sister. Because they're identical. So you think they're both attractive, so then you just kind of got to figure out personality-wise. Okay, I can see that. You know, I think I know somebody who's dating uh, an identical twin. I'll have to, I'll have to holler at him, see what he says. He'll probably give you some dumb answer, honestly. Um, just a weird thing to think about. Is there such thing as identical triplets? No, probably not. That was a really dumb question. Let's see. Honestly, that's... Uh, I don't think it's possible. Is there such thing as black hair? What? As too much protein? As blinker fluid? <laughs> That's funny. Is there such thing as... Uh, what was I going to look up? Oh. Uh, <laughs> that literally just goes to show you. Oh, identical triplets. That's actually creepy. Like twins, triplets and other high-order multiples can be categorized by the zygosity or degree of genetic similarity. Though triplets are most commonly fraternal, dizygotic, or trizygotic, it is possible for triplets to be identical. Wow, that's kind of cool. How many identical triplets are there in the world? There are more, technically, they're more like one in 200 million. Rare set of identical triplets born at the hospital, the University of Pennsylvania. One in a million occurrence. So it's one in 20 or 30 million occurrence now they're saying. So if there's a, I mean, there's probably quite a few sets out there. That's kind of neat. How neat is that? There's some other things I want to talk about, but I forgot to write them down. I was watching a little bit of the Star Wars movies uh, over the weekend. And there's... Horrible CGI. I know, I mean, they were made a while ago, but dude, it was bad. I was watching this like, wow, that's so far from real. I mean, for the time, it was probably pretty good. And it always just throws me off that Leia and Luke kiss when they're siblings and then they just act like it never happened. You're like, that don't seem too, that doesn't seem right. You should at least address that you guys kissed. It just moves on to Harrison Ford real quick, Han Solo. It's just like, 
Wouldn't there be like a weird dynamic there? If you found out, maybe they actually do acknowledge it, address it, but I don't know. I, I really haven't seen the movies in a long time. And I probably won't watch them again. I'm just not a huge movie guy, to be honest. Especially if it's a lot. I do have to watch Lord of the Rings coming up. Uh, I did read all the books, listen to them, whatever. I listened to them. Sue me. I still did the same thing as if you read them. Except I just was better with my time because I drove a lot. And uh, going back and forth from home to school. And it's just like, what am I going to read and drive? <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be here then, okay? So I'm gonna listen to them, and if you're gonna if you're gonna make me feel like crap because of it, then we're gonna have a problem. Because I hate when people do that. Like, okay, what do you do in the car? Oh, when was the last time you actually read a book? So if if you haven't read a book in a while, then don't even say anything to me about listening to books. I don't know why I'm getting. I'm not even mad. Except, yeah, this kind of bothering. Oh, you listen to it? Like what? Like what does it matter? I still learned all the read, know all the details, and know everything. Like what is it? What does that mean? Oh, you you listen to it, loser. You should have read it. It's like, geez, what? I think it's wild that I just took like a ten minute break from recording this, and you guys would have had no idea, except for the fact that I just told you right now. It's kind of cool, but also kind of dangerous. And yeah, I. uh I talked about sometimes on here I uh, switch up the timelines on when things happen and yeah I uh, I do that a lot and some people near and dear to my heart um, were kind of upset that I did that because they thought they were learning so much about me but I'm being a little trickster and it's true I am. Uh, but I also, last week or two weeks ago, I don't know when I did this, I said if the next one gets 35 listens, I will wear my retainers uh, for the next episode. So let's go officially check right now if either one of those got 35. No. Neither one of those did get 35. And some of you guys might be saying, well, what did they get? Oh, that's not for me to share. But let's say uh, for next week's episode, if we get five people who listen and download, I will wear my retainers. I'm kidding. Of course, uh, I get more than five. I think 35 is a good number. Um, I think the problem is I, I'm not I'm not on the gram much, and I, I need someone to run the gram for me. So if somebody wants to run the gram, let me know. I'll get you logged in, get you signed up. Um, the only thing I'm concerned about is it's connected to my actual Instagram. So you might be on there snooping around. So it's got to be somebody I trust. If I don't trust you, Young Metro going to shoot you. If Young Metro don't trust you, he's going to shoot you. I won't. Um, I won't get him to shoot you either. I uh, just need to trust you. Because if I don't trust you, I'm not going to trust you. It's basically pretty, pretty much that simple. So if you want to be... My lover, gotta get with my friends. Alright, we're gonna do our uh, sayings for the week. We're gonna do 12 slang phrases Boston gave the rest of America. Wicked Pisa. What? 
as in your new car is wicked pizza. Even though it sounds like your friend is insulting you. Wicked pizza? What? Skiza tool. Igit. What? What is going on? Dude, Boston's a different breed. Bang. It means the turn. Bang a Yui up ahead. <laughs> and Yui's a blinker. <laughs> Bang a Yui up ahead. That's funny. I like that. Bang's a good word to throw in there. You know, I'm just... Go home and... That, that, I'm just gonna stop. Um, <laughs> the parlor refers to the parlor or living room <laughs> of the house. This is where the typically this is where the family typically gathers for social activity. <laughs> oh yeah, I just yeah, you're just hanging out in the parlor tonight. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, down the Cape. This refers to Cape Cod, the most popular place to hang out in the summer. You cannot go up the Cape because it doesn't exist. Hey, you want to go down the Cape? Yeah, let's go down the Cape, eh? Yeah, self park. I park my, I park my car, I self-park my car, and unpark my car. Donkeys, as in Dunkin' Donuts, the best coffee around. I take a large regular. That's funny. Donkeys. I like, I'm going to call Dunkin' Donuts. Hey, you want to get some donkeys? Spa. A pizza sandwich and convenience store all rolled in one. A true Bostonian might suggest that you get supper at a town spa. <laughs> so funny I really hope this story on oh, my computer just went completely black but it works still good potatoes <laughs> now your friend didn't just have a stroke potatoes means potatoes in Boston speak <laughs> hey pass me the potatoes <laughs> yeah I have mashed potatoes no sir an expression of complete disbelief the correct response is always yes sir no sir no, sir? No. Just believe. No, sir. Oh, there we go. Love, no, sir. All in the note. So don't I. Another semi-nonsensical phrase. This one means me too. So don't I. Hey. Ripper. Dude, this is my favorite one. A kegger, huge party, something you don't want to miss. Boys having a ripper. I'm gonna dude that's that's it. That's the phrase of the week, Ripper. That's awesome. Having an absolute ripper. The hub. Never been town. The description of Boston, the hub of the solar system, was coined by Oliver Wendell Holmes in the nineteenth century. With characteristic flair, Bostonians quickly modified this to the hub of the universe. I don't think anyone knows where Beantown came from, but we're not into it. The hub. Alright, Ripper. Dude, I'm looking for a couple Rippers this weekend, dude. I want an absolute Ripper. Maybe they can get some potatoes going there. Bring some donkeys, man. Go down to Cape. Hang out with your family in the parlor. Don't miss your turn, though. You gotta bang a right. <laughs> bang a right. That's so funny. Uh, I don't know what the first one is, though. And I'm not sure if I'll ever know. Donkeys. I do my one friend from from Voss, Mass. Um does say donkeys. 
He never said any of these other ones, though. Donkeys. That's so funny. 40 Boston slang words and expressions you should know. That's too many. Oh, bang a Yui. Bubbler. A drinking fountain. <laughs> that's fun. Carriage. A shopping cart. <laughs> they call those carriages. Uh, clicker. The remote control. Pronounced clicker. I don't ever call it the clicker. They pass me the clicker. Um, the dot, um, the garden, hosey, to call dibs on something. I got hosey on that, what? Hosey, huh? Uh, Jimmy's, chocolate sprinkles for your ice cream, <laughs> what? Um, let's see. No, sir, no way. Talked about that one. Packy, a liquor store, short for package store. Yeah, let's go to the Packy. Got an absolute rip uh, this weekend. Bang a Yui. Um, let's see. Regular, a coffee with cream and sugar. Presumably ordered from Dunkies and iced, even when it's below freezing out. Um, so don't I. Let's talk about that one. Space saver, any large household object, a lawn chair, barrel, used after a winter storm to prevent anyone from taking your painstakingly shoveled on-street parking spot. <laughs> That's funny. Um, supper, the third meal of the day. Tonic is a soda. Wicked, very. Yeah-huh. Yes way, you guys. Plural form of you. Alright, well that should be it for the saying of the week. Always good. I, th I think that was my... Dude, that was good. I actually... The Bostonians, man, they cracked me up, dude. Absolute ripper. Oh, also, I just wanted to address this really quick. Um, Saturday night, I stayed out way too late to like... I didn't get home until like 3.15, 3.30. And dude, I don't know what it is. But I can't do it anymore. I just can't do that. Uh, I felt so tired and just horrible like the first seven hours of Sunday. I had to get a, I didn't have to get up. I got up for church at like nine. So I got like five and a half hours of sleep. But if you know me, that's not enough. And I wasn't hung over or anything. Okay. Just so we're clear. Um. But man, that was horrible. And then I slept um, for two hours in the afternoon from about 2 to 4. Um, I guess 12 to 2, uh, West Coast time. And um, Pacific Coast time. Easter time, that'd be 3 to 5. Mountain time, that'd be 1 to 3. Yes. And um, anyways... Then I slept for 10 hours, went to bed, fell asleep at 9.15, woke up at 7.15. So my body just, it's just like, it's just like, Luke, just don't do that again to me, please. And I'm like, all right, I won't. Um, I'm not really sure why I did the conversations. Like, they were good. Played some pool, hung out. Boys were lively. Blake Lively was there. A lot of, a lot of good times. Vibes were high. People were really trying to. Get jiggy with us on the dance. We're going crazy. What? Doing what? And then the DJ. Literally, I was out there for one song. And then the DJ called it a night. 
that should have been my cue. That should have been like, all right, that's my cue. And I talked about this before. I was really, I was dancing to country and I was loving it. And you know what? I, how I feel about country after midnight. You start liking country after midnight. Get home, go home. Emotions are high. Um, you're you're not you're you're vulnerable. You're you are vulnerable. You're in a bad place. Um, so yeah, I just can't do that again. Friday night. Let me tell you what I did. If I would stop getting text messages at all times. Um, group chats drive me nuts. And uh, anyways, Friday night, got home, picked up a pizza. Well, I took a cold shower. That's like another part of my personality now. Like cold shower, I don't eat sugar. Um, I don't use social media very often. But anyways, um... I took a cold shower, went and picked up a pizza, came back with the pizza, sat down on my living room floor, don't tell my mom, ate a bunch of pieces of pizza, played video games, watched TV, and it was such a good night. Honestly, vibes were high. Now, could I do that every Friday night? No. But was it a good Friday night? Absolutely. Did I sneak a cold one in there? Yeah, for sure I did. And it was a good time. And would I do it again? Absolutely. I would do it 10 more times. But I got to space them out. But, uh, yeah, my body just, dude, I did this, that five and a half hours of sleep and not drinking any water was my problem. I'm usually super hydrated, but I didn't drink any water for, like, six hours from, like, 9 to, like, 3.30. And not that I was drinking a ton of other stuff, but it's just, like, I just... My body just didn't like me when I woke up. Moral of the story is I'm getting old, okay? That's what I was trying to say. My body is just not used to that anymore. I'm not I'm not a college kid anymore, you know? I used to stay up late all the time in college. It's not who I am. If that's who you want me to be, then I'm sorry. But I can't be that for you. This is the part of the episode where Luke starts to go downhill and he starts talking to random people about things and he just doesn't even know what he's talking about. So I'm going to end the podcast. I love y'all. Peace out. You guys are the best. You guys are my favorites. You guys make me smile. You guys make me laugh. But, all right. Love you guys. Peace out. A-Town. All right, that's enough of him. All right, guys. Love y'all. Peace out. A-Town. Have a great week. Stay cool. Stay classy.